Welcome back to Marketing Conversations with Lamphouse Films, the show where we conversate about all things marketing. I'm your host, Josh Henry. Last week on the show, we talked with Ewu, the head of global brand marketing at Burger King, about their amazing new campaign, All About the Whopper. That campaign is just the latest in a long line of amazing campaigns from Burger King. And so today, we wanted to take some time and talk about another one of their boundary-pushing campaigns. What a difference a day made. If you're unfamiliar with this campaign, just imagine you're watching a time lapse of a Whopper slowly molding over this amazing track from Dinah Washington. Because that's the entire thing. It's kind of hauntingly beautiful. We left a link in the description in case you haven't seen it, or if you just want to watch it again, which, come on, you do. So I asked Iwo, where did the idea for this campaign come from? We took a decision some years ago, five, six years ago, to remove artificial preservatives, colorants, and stuff from our food. So that was really the insight. It's a commitment from us. It's a pledge from us. And like most people fundamentally don't care. I mean, you can speak about this as much as you want, and they might not care at all. We knew that we need to show that in a different way to really illustrate that, hey, we took this commitment. This is what happens uh, when you actually you know, commit to something and it illustrates perfectly what we wanted to do. I think without even trying, Iwo just summed up the entire dilemma of marketing. Burger King did something really spectacular and nobody cared. And so here comes marketing to make them care. I think there were a lot of aspects on how to ensure that we are going to get the right impact of that. But I don't think we could have done it in isolation. We were much more successful in passing this message than we thought. Yes, it's kind of gross in, in, in one way, but it's beautiful in another. I think it was important to have, you know, the visual aspects perfectly done. I mean, it's beautiful, right? Oh my goodness. And the music is like so moving. It's just the it's all very beautiful. Yeah, it's a lot of craft on getting beautiful mold. There was a lot of work on that, for sure. The thing I want to point out about this campaign is that it's expecting a lot from its viewer and existing in dialogue with the world around it. This campaign is assuming that you, the viewer, know that molding is a sign of real ingredients. And maybe that there are some other burgers on the market from people that will remain unnamed that famously don't mold. But that is a lot of trust. You had to trust that internally we get it right first. You can imagine that there were a few people that were a little bit afraid of this. I mean, the, the notion that you show something that kind of might give you the wrong associations, but then we know that people got it. So we're happy with, I mean, we tested people uh, afterwards. Um, we did some pre-testing as well, but this this is stuff that you can't really pre-test, but we tested and the results are super cool. So the positive neutral comments are overwhelming versus some few negatives, but like which advertising wouldn't have any negatives. And, and if you don't get reactions from people, I think that you miss the point and then it becomes, advertising becomes academic and that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to have an impact on how people see the brand 
uh, that they purchase more, that they know what we stand for and, and all of those good things. When you do creative stuff like that, you will not know the reactions. You kind of have to play in your mind. And I mean, this, the, the kudos goes to the agencies that worked on it. Fernando, of course, being a, a genius, but a lot of other people as well. And you will never know what the exact reactions are. But when you play that in your mind a long, long, long time, then you start understanding, hmm, how could people react to this? How could they react to that? Would there be a backlash? What would happen? Blah, blah, blah. I felt very very uncomfortable when we launched but i felt uncomfortable in a good way so that was uh, for me that day that we launched was super exciting we were waiting for that i love that he was feeling a little nervous as this campaign was going out it just goes to show that even when you're at the top of your game it's still a little scary to show such boundary pushing things to the world despite all of the work they did in advance to make sure it would be well received Doing stuff that you know that people might have a very negative thing towards. We have filters, even if it sounds like we don't have filters, we definitely do have filters. Is it on strategy? Is it on brand? Uh, is the execution right? Could someone be offended? We have filters on things like this and kind of are you on the right side of history? And will people talk about it? Like that is obviously a, a big, big aspect to it. We believe that there is something in our DNA that allows our brand to be brave, which means that we also need to you know, show that. Sometimes we need to adjust a little bit, but the discussions are not yes, no. The discussions are how, how to make it work. And of course, it's not always possible, but this is, you know, our starting point that let's collaboratively do good stuff. Yes, we got people, some, you know, said it super gross and that's fine, but they didn't feel negative towards the brand, even if after they saw it. For us was, you know, indicatively, they get it. And I think sometimes we treat the audience as in, you need to spoon feed and that might not work. It takes practice. You can get lucky, it happens, but it's practice and it's partnership. So if you don't have that, then it's super unlikely that you will, you know, hit a home run or we have been lucky and I'm not, this is absolutely not credit to me, but the organization that we have done a lot of good things with a lot of good partners that have the same ambition. So we, we work with the same premises. We want to do great stuff, great work that actually moves the brand in the right direction. And then you need to have a brand that it also fits with because you can't go and, and do this on a brand that is not known for very bold things because then people will just be like, yeah, but this is super off brand. And it, it will not work for you. So then you will have quite negative reactions. And we, we're lucky that we have a brand that, you know, is famous for being bold and famous for being bold since no decades. So yeah, I would say those things. And then you practice more and you repeat and gradually the, the results will come. Be bold, be consistent, and trust your audience and your partners. If there is a recipe for creating great commercials over and over again, that just might be it. But as it is with most creative endeavors, just following the recipe doesn't always get you where you're going which is where persistence and practice play a really big role. There are so many reasons why to kill off good ideas. We have so many smart people that understand risk to push back, not to do things, but you know, being 
persistent pushing through wanting to make great work that impacts the brand is really hard because you will be surrounded with people that you know puts doubts and want to put their fingers into into the creativity and someone needs to take the lead and someone needs to you know take those decisions to ensure that hey it comes out in the way that we wanted and it's an iterative process where we make things better all the time it's easy to kill off great ideas it's hard to get great ideas out there that's just the reality Thanks for listening to another episode of Marketing Conversations with Lamphouse Films. Lamphouse is a production company that creates film-driven marketing campaigns. If you want to chat with us about your next campaign, we would love to hear from you. You can reach me at josh at lamphousefilms.com. If you haven't yet, make sure to write us a review wherever you're listening to this. It goes a really long way in helping other people find the show. Also, if you're not following along on TikTok, you are missing out. This show is produced by Malia Irby. It's edited by Zoe Leitinger, and I'm your host, Josh Henry. Until next time, stay inspired, and let's keep the conversation going.